I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. In our sometimes cynical and negative world, 98PXY dares to feel good. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. This is Moose and Breezy's Vibe Check. Yeah. PXY Mornings on the number one hit music station, 98PXY. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. This morning, 252-9800, what's got you feeling good? We got about 489 incoming vibe checks, but we're only going to do the top three. The best three this morning. It's just so hard to pick. You know it what I mean? is. Like, so hard. Let's go with the first one. Janine says, decent vibes, pretty good, hungry. All right. <laughs> All right, Janine. Pop off, queen. Feeling <laughs> pop Ah, feeling that. Absolutely. And then so many, so many other people. Um, Who is this? Good morning, Breezy and Moose. It's Amy from Sodas checking in. Amy. I'm in my good vibes because my daughter is starting um, her way back home from Texas. And my daughter, Heaven, is uh, ready for my grandson to be due any day now. Kevin? A lot of daughters. Kevin or heaven? Heaven. Oh, heaven. Heaven. Yes, um, of course. Have a great day, guys. Feel better. She knows. Congratulations, she knows. Amy, and thanks for the well wishes. Appreciate that. And yeah, good luck to you and your new, your new family extension. Love it, love it, love she's it. She's going to be a grandma? Did I listen to that correctly? She is a, she, I think she already is a grandma. Um, she's going to be a grandma of another lovely, lovely child. Love to see it. Jessica is weighing in. God, I love Jessica. I love love a good Jessica. She's just a gem. She said, hey, guys, going to Buffalo tonight to see some friends for dinner. Absolutely over the moon excited. A little bit of a hike. <laughs> yeah, and I think we're supposed to be getting a nice storm, but who am I to say? Uh, Meteorologist Moose was supposed to know, but. Yeah, the snow is going to start coming down at 1 p.m. today. Are you making that up? No, I, I checked. I'm serious. Uh, yeah, maybe you should. So not I parked to, outside and not in the garage. Not to whatever on your good vibes there, but maybe you should reconsider going. Jessica. All right. What's has you feeling just absolutely over the moon when your vibes right now? Yeah, it's going to be a high of it's going to be a high today of like 20 high of 33. I have 33. Um, you know what? Sure. Uh, niece and nephew are having a sleepover tonight. And um, where uh, my roommate's house, I'm like, oh god, they're gonna keep me up. Oh no, <laughs> I know they're just on February break. Oh right, and they wanna they wanna see Uncle Moose, and I love that. And um, Micah's seven, Olivia's nine, and they just we we have a ball together when when we get together. You know, I get to play Uncle. I get to see what it's like to kind of be a dad for 30 minutes and then I'm over it. Yeah. It's yeah. fair enough. It's fair enough. Yeah. So, but it, it's good. We'll, we'll have dinner tonight and then uh, this weekend's going to be a fun weekend with my father's birthday and then uh, they're leaving for Florida for a couple weeks and my father started marking the liquor bottles mm. in the cabinet with the Sharpie. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Yeah. 
I do not blame him at all. Doesn't want anyone taking advantage. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing's free around these parts. No free lunch. No free lunch. Absolutely. No free lunch. No Typical, free lunch. No school. free booze. Old school. Nothing. Dog. I got a Facebook message from a guy. He goes, hey, I know your father. Mm. We worked at Kodak together. Tell him I said I. I'm like, who is this guy? My dad's like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. I haven't talked to him in 45 years. Give him my number. So I guess they're going to lunch today. Not you doing admin for your dad. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, this person says, best vibes ever today. It's my two-year anniversary with my boyfriend. But plot twist, we are on dog duty for my parents who are out of town this week. So not much romance ahead. LOL. That's from Macy. You, there's no romance involved because you're watching a couple dogs? Uh, make it make sense, Mace. <laughs> no, make it make sense. What's up with you, Breezy? Oh my god, so much. Just so much. Um I I'm in my good vibes today cuz I my friend came over last night and um I made us a really good dinner. I saw you cooking. Bomb ass dinner. Yeah. I'm talking a little chicken piccata, a little What's that? You put it in the microwave for 3 minutes? Oven. Oh. Oven. So you just Warmed it up. You make it from scratch, or is this? No, it's from Trader Joe's. Um, oh, okay. Okay, what? <laughs> it's like I thought you made it sound like you made it from scratch. I'm like, I, I was impressed, but now I'm not anymore. I did what I needed to do. Okay, I I'm, followed uh, instructions, which is hard for me. So, give credit where credit is due. And then there was a little shrimp fried rice. <laughs> Everything sounds so boxed. A little spinach. <laughs> The spinach I made on my own. Oh, wow. You don't go to Trader Joe's, so you wouldn't get it. I've spent the last 12 years of my life going to Trader you Joe's. You don't know anything about Trader Joe's. No, of course. No, of course. No, no. 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 I just have so. stock. <laughs> Part owner. I just am Joe. I am Trader's cousin. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good. I'm glad you had No, a nice it was dinner. great. I just, I popped off in the kitchen, as I do most nights. And when I say most nights, I mean once every month. Um, so it was great. Trader Joe's is a great place for, like, meal-like things. For single people like us who are hunters and gatherers, we go in, we grab what we need, and we leave. It's perfect for that. But but you don't know what you need. Joe tells you what you need. It's true. Joe or, does or tell you. Or Trader. He does tell you. His first name's Trader? No. Joe? His name's Joe. But, he's but it a started trader. as a trading company. You come in with some rice, I'll trade you some beans. You know? Way, way back in the day. Sure. Um, So, yeah. I mean, not a great, like, ingredient store, but good flowers there. Good greeting cards. And a lot of things that you can't get anywhere else. No. And I I absolutely love it. And I respect Joe for that. So. Good. Anyways, Um, that's... that was me. Oh, and uh, well, I won't promote this yet. We'll we'll promote it next week on Monday of where me and um, I want to start talking about St. Patty's Day and what me and Breezy have going on for St. Patrick's Day. <gasps> Huge plans. Huge. Massive plans. So Couldn't be bigger. Well, I'm going to hold off on that. Um, all right. That's the vibe check for today. Thank you, everyone, for always um, sending us your vibes and why you're feeling good. Um, it's great. We need to hear those things first thing in the morning before we, we do. do the show. Coming up. In case you missed it, Kia and Hyundai's are in the news. Shocker. 
Not having you on the show is like eating a plate with no hot sauce. Wait, people do that? Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585 252 The number one hit music station, 98PXY. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy present the big stories of the day. In case you missed it. On the number one hit music station, 98PXY. I don't know how many of these I got to report, Breezy Breeze, but we're going to do it. Ogden police are investigating another brazen theft using a stolen car. What kind of stolen car, you ask? I'll give you a guess. You just think about it for a second. Most of the smash and grabs we've covered have been in the city. This one happened in Spencerport. Security does camera it rhyme with Gia? Yes, it does. Uh, security camera footage picked up a vehicle just as it was crashing into a storefront. The impact knocked the camera to the floor, but it still picked up the sound and some of the movements of the thieves. A different camera showed three people... Went to the opposite side of the store and around the corner to take three motorbikes. Police say these people left the car, which was a Kia, and got away on the bikes. Uh, this happened at Hollink Motorsports on Union Street in Spencerport. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, Bill Hollink started the business three decades ago. 37 years, he said. I don't think we're going to make it to 38. Uh, Holling says this is the fifth break-in in five years. Chief Travis Gray, Ogden Police, says uh, this problem stops when people stop stealing so many Kia and Hyundais. I think one way to stop this theft, this theft is through partnership and collaboration through law enforcement agencies across the state. The chief also means a partnership between the public and police, which means tell police what you know and harden your defense so that you're uh, less of a target. Well, what were you talking about last week? Um, the city is giving away uh, um, steering wheel locks. protection locks mm-hmm. for Kia and Hyundais. Is that correct? Yeah. You know where they those still available? Uh, where we well, can get they, they were gone instantly. So, because so many people wanted them, they're trying to replenish them so people can be safe. But yeah, they were giving away intern locks. For uh, Kia and Hyundai specific vehicles, yeah, they're just giving away the city, hoping hoping that that would kind of deter any theft. Um, Our uh, coworker's son just got a brand new Hyundai last week. Parked it on Park Ave the other night in front of Magpies. Uh, went in for an hour, came out stolen, You're and they lying. replaced they replaced his car with another stolen Kia. It was all smashed up. Windshield wipers You're are going lying. off. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate. Uh, be careful, people, if you drive a Kia and Hyundai. It's it's out of it's insane right now. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wowza. I would be shaking in my boots if I was a Kia or a Hyundai owner. So just be careful. Be alert. And uh maybe Uber places. Um, all right, the next few weeks. The demolition will begin at Strong Memorial Hospital as the medical center moves forward with a major renovation and addition. Strong will triple the size of its emergency department, adding a nine-floor patient tower that will, uh, they say, will expand and modernize and improve the services and the care that's provided to the community. The project marks the largest uh, UR's history of 
expansion here and it comes with a 650 million dollar price tag strong's current emergency department was built in 2001 and handles about 65,000 annual visits almost uh almost the capacity of genesee and st mary's hospitals combined patient visits now are they're exceeding well that's what they thought the annual would be they're exceeding 100,000 each year now um, and they are no longer able to keep up with the patients that they see. So, therefore, here comes the expansion. Here's the problem though. The problem is with this expansion comes, you know, a lot of new, a lot of renovation, a lot of opportunity, but does it come with staffing? Will there be people to staff this new? Who's to say? Renovation? A lot of people are worried about it. A lot of people are worried about it. Can barely get people to work now. Now you have a brand new building that's going to triple in size. It's a lot to think about. A lot to think about people. I mean, there's a lot more people going into the nursing profession just because they need people now more than ever before. But who's to say? And only time will tell. It's going to take some time, obviously, since it's, you know, going to be a nine-story tower. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Or, but, yeah. Thank you, Breeze. Yeah. Coming up, what to do when you find your 16-year-old daughter on a dating app talking to older men. It happens more than you think. We spoke to a mother yesterday who found her 16-year-old secretly using Bumble. We'll tell you what happened after the break. The Odyssey app. Listen to and favorite 98PXY plus hundreds of exclusive stations like Odyssey All New. When new music drops, find it here. Search Odyssey All New on the Odyssey app to listen. I found my 16-year-old daughter on Bumble talking to older men. Yikers. Wow. What do you do? That's really not. What do you do if this is your daughter? How would you handle it? Pretty sure every dad out there would just go off the rails. Break someone's neck. But if this did happen to you the same way it happened to our listener, Carol, uh, then you're not alone. Speaks by mornings. You got me, Moose and Breezy. Uh, This is from Carol. Let me read this to you real quick. Me and my husband have a daughter that attends... uh, Gates Chile, she's a good student who gets good grades and has a close group of friends. She really is a good kid. I set rules for her phone time and when she is allowed to be on social media before bed. Uh, and then she goes on about that, etc. She also isn't allowed to have her phone uh, password protected. Okay. Which is surprising. I feel like if you're 16, you it's old I enough. I feel right? like anybody should would have their phone password protected just for theft purposes but okay anyways my house my rules i suppose i guess one evening when she was showering i saw notifications come up on her phone from bumble i may be a mom but i'm not stupid i'm very aware that this is a dating app needless to say i did not hesitate to go into her messages only to find my daughter's profile who is stating to be 19 years of age talking to men who are in their mid-twenties. I was mortified. The text between her and these men were provocative. She no longer has a phone. 
My husband and I are currently discussing next steps on how to handle the situation. Wow. Ooh, 585 252 9800. This is a tough topic to talk about. Especially if you're a, a mom or a parent who is experiencing this for the first time and you don't really know how to handle it. Um, it's not great. I'm not a parent. You're not a parent, Moose. But I... I had a bunny once for three, 13 years. And then Snickerdoodles. Carol, this is what I recommend. Send your daughter to Guam and then go and retrieve her when she's 30. All right. Well, we're not going to do that. So, next steps. I have been in this situation before from myself. What do you mean? Like, it wasn't the same exact thing. It never is. But when I was younger, I think I was in high school, I was talking to a boy in my school, and it was a little risque, one would say. Sure. And my parents, like, I don't know how they ended up getting a hold of my phone. Maybe I got in trouble, something, and they ended up reading the text messages, and I was mortified. They were mortified. It wasn't... Well, how old were you? I think it was like 15, maybe. Man, it's too it's it's 16? too young. N- not to mention, if even if you are 19 on a dating app, what what's a 26, 25-year-old man doing having conversations with Right. I it's mean, a, well, it's well, still well, also I, just even then. I'm like that's too why? It's giving it's giving pedo vibes. I'm telling it you. Really is. Where's Chris Hansen when you need him? No, fully really bad. Take a seat. Why don't you take a seat? There's pizza on the table. You want some milk with those cookies? And it's like, what do you possibly have in common with a 19-year-old when you're in your 20s? And then, God, oh my God. She's not even 19. She's 16. But she's telling people on Bumble she's 19. Right. Mother catches her, is mortified. i like to know. I'd like to hear again from Carol. Um, thanks again, Carol, for the message. I know that's not uh, the easiest thing to put out there about your own daughter. But it happened. And I'm telling you, it's probably a good thing her phone wasn't password protected. Right. You know, so she was able to go in there and see what was going on with these messages. But as a dad, huh, Next I'd, be, be I'd absolutely be lying if I said I wouldn't freak out. Right. My no, 16-year-old absolutely. daughter is talking to a 25-year-old man. Random men on the internet. Provocative messages. Come on. When they don't know. And that's the thing. And then it, it, it spirals to like, have she, has she met up with any of these men? Is she planning on meeting up with any of these men? Is it safe? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a stab at it and say no. I'm going to take a stab and say no, it's not safe. And then when she shows up, she's not even close to 19. She's 16, which is three, four years apart. Maybe she doesn't even have plans to meet up with these guys. It's just the um, it's the principle that she is talking to them. I think that like, and I'm not trying to like put blame on anyone here because it's it's you know we can't do that. But I think it really boils down to the lack of education of sexual health as a whole in not just like parents and. But like just in schools, like these kids and these young adults, they hear about things from their friends and their peers and they they think that they need to do certain things in order to fit in and feel cool and be able to relate to their peers. And uh, it's uh, 
it can it can really end up in a really dangerous situation. <laughs> this person said, "I remember being in those AOL chat rooms." Oh yeah, me too. Um, me too. And I was talking to I was AIMing with twenty one year olds. I was fifteen at the time. My mom never let me have AIM. It was so different yeah, back it, then, I too. I did it anyways, but... You didn't know who you were talking to. Right. No photos. You were, you were just blind. And some people carried on relationships for years. Well, that's where, like, original catfishing start, right? Started, yeah. it's like... Yeah. But I'm also wondering, too, if some of these these girls are, are doing it, especially the younger ones, like this, this girl, uh, Carol's daughter, for the excitement of it. Maybe they have no intentions of meeting up with these people, mm-hmm. but they're curious... Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's the excitement of having the chat with an older guy, maybe not taking it anywhere. Yeah. But still, uh, that leads to temptation. And then you go down a dark hole and then maybe emotions get involved if you start talking to someone long enough. And it's just it's it's really bad news all around. But as a parent, how you would handle it. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like pff, instead of just, of course, you'd freak out at first. But then you just have to have the really, really, really tough conversations. Honest and raw conversations. And listen, parenting is like a learn-as-you-go experience. And nobody like gives you a handbook and prepares you for that. I, I even know that, and I'm not a parent. Um, but it's, it's having open lines of communication with your kids. Because, like, listen, I was a kid. I was 18, 10 years ago. And that is, like the most important feeling safe with your parents and being able to talk to them about things is is so important. And it's going to change the relationship you have with them and the relationship they have with all of these other factors in their life, whether it be their relationship with people on social media, their relationship with their peers. Um, this person says, same person that was talking about the AOL chat rooms, it's also TikTok showing these young girls um, with rich older men living their best life. Yeah. It's trendy now. It I know. really is. I know. And the whole idea of like sugar daddy and sugar baby and all of the the little trends that are at times just like skits, they're, it's real life. And these young girls think that's what they need to emulate to be accepted. Yeah. And it's and uh, some of these 25, 26 year old men look at these 16 year old women and they're like, wow, you actually look 22. Yeah. You know, yeah. because they did. I mean, that's just the the sign of the times these days. Well, I know. Not not when I was in high school. Everyone was in sweatpants and and rubber bands in their mouth from their braces. <laughs> I had they had a lot of rubber bands. And not to mention when I got as a kid, when I got in trouble, ah, oh, I'd rather just have been grounded than to sit there for an mm-hmm. hour and a half with my parents and have the talk yeah. about whatever it is. I, it was so uncomfortable for me to sit there and just be like, we're, we, we need to talk. We need to talk later. I'm like, can't you just slap me around and send me to my room? <laughs> I don't, I'd rather have had that than the talk because it was just always so uncomfortable. It is. But you got to do it. It is uncomfortable, but you, you it's not, it's, you can't avoid it because if you avoid it and you don't address it, it's only going to get worse. I'm telling you that for a fact. No from experience. Only going to get worse. So for Carol, for Carol's husband, for Carol's kid, having those tough conversations is going to make a world of a difference. Bumble at 16? Not the vibe. Not the vibe. It's just not safe. Yeah, and Carol, feel free to... um 
thanks again for the message. Feel free to check in with me and Breezy later, 252-9800. We'll get you some of the responses from some of our listeners with kids and what they had to say about it. If you're just joining us, um, Carol sent us a message that she found her 16-year-old daughter on Bumble talking to older men. She set up a profile for herself. She was pretending to be 19 years of age talking to 25, 26-year-old men, and it was just a bad situation. All bad around. situation. Yes. Absolutely. So my advice for Carol is open lines of communication with her daughter. Um, this person says, if that was my daughter, I would lose my mind. I know it's not the best idea, but I would absolutely lose it. But here's the thing. Say you do pop off, you blow your gasket, you lose your mind. Yeah. It's only going to push them away from you more. And I know what you're saying, Moose, of like, I hated sitting there and talking to my parents and it's so uncomfortable. It is. Sometimes, though, you got to put the fear in your kids. But it's in the sense of losing your mind? No, just in the sense that they know you're serious and it's a, it's a respect thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not screwing around with you here. Sometimes yeah, I think it's a good thing for you to be scared, kids to be scared of their parents once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of the parent acting like they're, I'm your best, best friend. No, you're not. You're not their best friend. You're their parent. Um, There's a difference. And I'll leave you with this. Yes, Bumble and all the other dating apps yeah. are are a, a problem. Yeah. But this, this mom weighing in right now saying Snapchat is as much of a tool as a dating app as all these other sites for kids. The things I've removed from my daughter's phone was jaw dropping from adult men. Wow. A similar situation happened to me. Um, and my mom took my phone. It made me want to rebel even more. That's from a kid. See? Yeah. I mean, it goes both ways. Yeah. So you don't want to push your kids away. However, at the same time, um, you want to be able to have the talk with them in and a deep make conversation. Them, and of, just make sure that they're safe. Yeah, I know. It's the biggest thing as well. So, Carol, thanks for weighing in. I know it's hard. I don't know if that helped at all, but a lot of different, a lot of different perspectives from parent, from kid, from non-parent people so good luck to you and your husband yeah coming up uh breezy has a very very big announcement i'll throw it out there that she's not leaving the show but it is going to be a life-changing thing for her we'll tell you about it next 98 pxy traffic pxy mornings with moose and breezy moose a confident and compulsive, hopeless romantic who is born to entertain. A majority of these things I do it to fulfill me for my own personal fulfillment, you know? Breezy. A kind-hearted, semi-responsible 20-something who always wants to be the center of attention. I literally can't stand you. <laughs> the number one hit music station. 98 PXY. Breezy's got a huge, huge announcement. Huge announcement. Like, so big that you might need to pull over. Okay, that's extremely dramatic. Pull over, stop showering, stop eating. Uh, this is, um, in her eyes, this is a really big deal. And it is. Could also say it might be life-changing, yeah? Yeah, no, it definitely is life-changing for sure. And I know, I know, I know, Breezy's so dramatic. Of course, everything she does is life-changing. <laughs> I can hear you now. But... This, well, at least you know how the people feel about you. At least I'm self-aware. You know what I mean? Um, this specific thing, I'm telling you right now, is going to change my life. It's going to change your life. Oh, yeah. And it is going to be something that is going to bring me 
and you, I hope, so much joy. So, so, so much joy. Um, and I guess I'll just get into it. Yeah, well, tell us, um, lead up to it a little bit. Yeah. So, I have struggled my entire life with the kind of teetering of the questions that a lot of people ask me. Are you sick? Do you have allergies? What are you, Do you have a cold? Yeah. What's, you sound very congested. What's going on? You sound very nasally. And when I first started the show, it's the you one thing my very parents said. Nasally. I was like, no, she's not sick. She's just, you know, deviated septum. Never knew that. So now I'm going to go cry. And anyways, it's just, it. it's something I've been very insecure about for my whole life. And I think insecurities and, you know, flaws are something that we can all relate to. Absolutely. And... We all have that one thing about ourselves that we may not like or we may wish we could change. Um, I wish and, I had abs. And some of it, yeah, some of it's more cosmetic than it is health. But when you have the opportunity to change something about yourself that has been a struggle for you and, and a a trigger for you most of your life, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you change your life? You have one life to live. And not to get super like preachy, and I'm really not being dramatic when I say this is going to be life-changing. Okay. Um, it's no secret that I do sound nasally, mm -hmm. and I do have a deviated septum. And it runs in my family. Uh, my brother has one. My dad has one. My mom's actually the only one who doesn't. And we're a big family of mouth breathers. Huge mouth breather energy. Huge Star we can't Wars energy. Breathe out of our nose. So if you yeah. don't if you don't know what a deviated septum is, I'll educate you this morning in the sense of my nose is the like the bridge of my nose, the the bone of which it is, is slightly cocked to the right. It's not a straight it's not a straight line. Correct. So when it's cocked to one side or the other it really affects you and your airways of breathing in through your nose because it's a little blocked because it's slightly to one side. So for me personally, my septum is deviated to the right slightly. So I can't really breathe out of my right nostril. I can't breathe out of any of my nostrils, but like it's more affected on my right. We Same thing here. Mine's to the right as well. And ever since I started this show almost four years ago, everyone has asked me, am I sick? Do I do drugs? All of the above. I've gotten it all. I've gotten it all. And some people love my voice. Some people hate my voice. It might just be because I'm from Rochester. Like that also has something to do with it, like a little bit of a Rochesterian accent. But the deviated septum has been a struggle. So I decided to take matters into my own hands. I have been sick and sick and sick and sick. And when I'm sick, it gets so much worse because yeah. I already can't breathe. But now I'm congested on top of that. And the other night I looked over at my girlfriend. I was like, will I die in my sleep if I just can't breathe? Because I can't breathe out of my nose and... I can breathe out of my mouth, but if someone puts their hand over my mouth, I'm dead. So that leads me to Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon, I made my way over to a brand new ear, nose, and throat doctor mm -hmm. right here in Brighton. And 
I got a console for for potential surgery to get my deviated septum straightened out, fixed, to finally be able to breathe through my nose. And the doctor looked into it, saw how much I struggled with it, just from like a quick little exam. Yeah. And she approved me for surgery. So I'm getting my deviated septum fixed. I'm getting nose surgery. I'm not getting a nose job. So don't don't spread that rumor. Nothing about my nose is changing cosmetically. Um, but it is getting all straightened out. There's going to be cartilage taken out of it so I can actually breathe. My nose is going to be broken so I can actually have an air passage through. It's going to be a straight line instead of the shape of yeah. an S. Yes. Yeah. So I am just over the moon about it because like I said it's something that I've been insecure insecure about my whole life and if you had the opportunity to change something that you were insecure about about yourself I hope you would or or consider thinking about it and I know surgery's scary and that's a whole nother thing yeah sure but it's a very non-invasive procedure it's an hour long they go in through the like bottom of my nose. So it's not like it'll be a scar on the outside of my face, which is good. Um, Did they tell you recovery time for this procedure? Yeah. So I'll be out of work for a week. Okay. Um, And then I can come back to work after that week and then lay low for like three and then like no exercise, no crazy, crazy activity. Um, And then we hit the ground running at Alfred state. You know what I mean? So, Gonna do it. I'm excited for you too because it is kind of gonna be life changing for sure. And I asked them, I was like, "Is it gonna change my voice?" And they were like, "Not, not overly drastically changing your voice. You might sound a little less nasally, which will be great, right?" Um, but it's. I'm so excited to breathe. I haven't. I haven't been able to breathe out my nose my whole life. I'm breezy. I'm so excited. I don't suffer like you do. Because what what you have is worse, obviously. Yeah. But I had a consultation in 2011, and it was a little different than what they told you. Uh-huh. Doctor was like, "All right, no, listen, you have a deviated septum. Your nasal passage in the is in the shape of an S, so yeah. it's harder for you to breathe, especially at night, which is why you snore. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, that's a whole other thing. My you snore be because so happy. of. He goes, "We'll take this metal rod. We'll put it in your nose. We'll crack the nose." And then we'll take this laser, we'll cut out your uvula in the back, looking at a two-week recovery time. I'm like, this sounds all really painful. He goes, no, it is. Uh, I said, but why am I really doing all this? He goes, you don't really need it. He goes, you're just doing it to stop snoring. But there's still a 20, 30% chance that it won't work or do anything. What? I'm like, I don't, well, I don't like those odds at all then. I hate those odds. And my aunt had the surgery. Both of my cousins had the surgery. And it's a little bit more, I mean, 10 years have gone by. It's way, it's more advanced. Like what they're going to do right, to you is right, probably right. Uh, a better option. You, yeah. But Breeze, it's better than having to get a CPAP machine. It's better than right. having all this crap you got to deal with, with trying to control your snoring. You know, just yeah. get it done and get it over with. A week recovery is not bad. No, no, not at all. And um, I'll just go to Florida during that week. You're, you're out. I love that for you. <laughs> Not me being laid up and you getting a tan. <laughs> not, uh, not me thinking you would come to the hospital with me for post-op. Um, 
but no, in all seriousness, I'm, I I think it just boils down to not only just insecurity, like, yes, I am insecure, but it like is genuinely affecting my health. Like, it's not like it's like, oh, I don't like love my legs. Let's get a calf transplant. Like, I'm like, I'm genuinely unwell. I know you're you're just (laughs) miserable. It makes you angry. No, I'm. I am very incredibly angry because of it, especially when I get sick. I called my mom crying the other day. I was like, I can't do this much longer. I can't do it. She was like, all right, well, here we go. Under the knife she goes. A little nip, a little tuck. Here we go. I know, but in all seriousness, I'm excited. I'll keep you guys updated on when that surgery is specifically. Um, and bring the cards come, come, bring the cards in. You know, it's strong when I, I need cards, I need flowers, I need all of it. So. Oh, yeah. No, of course. Yeah. yeah. And after the nose I surgery. I sign my cast. You know what I mean? Your I nose cast? My cast on my nose. Yeah. yeah. I'll sign your nose cast. After the <laughs> nose surgery, then what surgery are you going to do after that? Not me getting addicted to plastic surgery. <laughs> 98PXY. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy present the big stories of the day. In case you missed it. On the number one hit music station, 98PXY. It's just so nice to see an expansion come to our community, especially when it comes to the hospitals. Over the next few weeks, the demolition will begin at Strong Memorial Hospital as the medical center moves forward for a major renovation and addition. Strong will triple the size of its emergency department that it has now, adding a nine-floor patient tower that will expand, modernize, and improve the services and care that they're able to provide to the community. It actually marks the largest UR um, project in the history and has a price tag of $650 million. That's it. It's going to take some time. It's definitely going to take some time. Um, but the last time it was updated was 2001 and it was set to handle uh, 75,000 patients annually before that. With that expansion, it went up to 100,000 um, and that's more than any other hospital in the area can say. It's going to be great. It's going to be helpful. The problem is, or the concern, I should say, is will they have the staff to fill it? Yeah. Maybe that's where you can get your nose surgery. Hopefully. Hopefully they crack my nose right in the ED. Who's to say? Cool. 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 Uh, I don't know how many times I got to keep reporting reporting this it's just daily it feels like but yeah it's in the news ogden police are investigating another brazen theft using a stolen car can you guess what car it was most of the smashing grabs we've covered have been in the city this one happened in spencerport security camera footage picked up a vehicle just as it was crashing into a storefront impact knocked the camera to the floor but it still picked up the sound and some of the movement of the thieves. A different camera showed three people went to the opposite side of the store around the corner to take three motorbikes. Police say these people left the car, which was a Kia, and got away on the bikes. This happened at Hollink Motorsports on Union Street in Spencerport. I believe I'm saying that name correct. Bill Hollink. Uh, started the business three decades ago. 37 years, he said, I don't think we're going to make it to 38. Holling says this is the fifth break-in in five years. Chief Travis Gray of Ogden Police says this problem stops when people stop stealing so many cars. 
I believe he's talking about Kia and Hyundai's. Yeah. I think one way to stop this theft is through partnership and collaboration through the law enforcement agencies across the state. The chief also means a partnership between the public and police, which means tell police that you uh, know and harden your defense that you're less of a target. I know they were giving away, City was giving away those anti-theft locks yep. for the steering wheels for Kia and Hyundai's. Right. Those ran out real quick. Um, if you can buy them, go to an AutoZone, go to a Pet Boys. Uh, some of them have them there as well. That's in case you missed it. Coming up, it being Wednesday, of course, we had to throw in a creepy or cute. God, I love this segment. I love this segment. Yep, but Not- that's coming up at in the eight o'clock. What we're doing next is there I said it. Oh, that's right. Of course, because sure, 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 sure. You got something you want to get off your chest. <laughs> there I Do you said know it. That we're in the studio right now. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? We're driving this bus. Um, no, breezy. That's why I. That's, that's why I get paid the big bucks. Good co-pilot right there. Yeah. Good keeping me on the rails. Yeah. There I said it. We do it every day. Two five two ninety eight hundred. Anything goes, people. Anything you want to say, anything you want to get off your chest, we're doing it next. Stay there. Got something to say? Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. The number one hit music station, 98 PXY. Want to clear the air? Need to get something off your chest? Go on, try it. You want to feel the heat as it comes out of your mouth. I regret moving in with my lazy, unemployed boyfriend. No one cares that your kid made the honor roll. I, for the life of me, can't believe Odyssey Management gave these two clowns their own show. There, I said it. Now, doesn't that feel better? BXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy present There, I said it. On the number one hit music station. 98 BXY. Let's clear the air, shall we? 252-9800. Not this woman outside of our studio using the public bench as her personal dressing room. <laughs> There's a lot going on right now outside. If you need new clothes, come down to High Falls. There I said it. There I go- said it. She's got about, I've counted, maybe 13 layers on. She has a garbage bag full of clothes. Very impressive. And she's just changing right in front of the window. Very impressive. It's giving peep show. It's giving red light district. Anyways. It's giving Hollywood vibes. <laughs> uh, this is a segment where we give you a chance to say anything you want. We do it every day. Anything goes, people. 252 9800. Christine texting in. Sup, Moose and Breeze? Sup, Crispy? I don't care how good you think your dog is when you're walking it or how good you think my dog is. Keep it on a freaking leash. There, I said it. Oh, Christine. Wow. Yeah, I agree. And the same goes for people with ferrets and gerbils. Keep it leashed, along with anyone named Karen as well. (laughs) Not the leashed ferret. (laughs) I can't. So important to have a ferret on. So important. Huge leash. It's your opportunity to let whatever it is off your chest right now. 585-252-9800. We have some tired... Tire fire takes just flaring in right now. Do we need to say the area code? I mean, we're in the we're in area code. You know, five five two five two. We know it's five eight five. Is it necessary? It's just more words. There, I said it. Uh, (laughs) Ryan says hi, guys. I had to take a poop on the freeway the other day. There, I said it. All right, love that. We've all been there. Yeah, I think. (laughs) 
Have you? What? Have you did that? You you had to do it. Did you do it? Who's to say? Well, I'm asking. Not gonna poop and tell. No, you don't want to be a poop and tell. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is taking a weird direction. Maybe we shouldn't. No, go ahead. Ah, for- maybe we shouldn't. How many times in your life have you pooped your pants? <laughs> not counting as a kid. Yeah, no. Count. Or just an he's adult. like not counting from last week. <laughs> Just as an adult? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Not huge number. Like, like five. Maybe, oh, I was going to say 18. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Gotta, <Sure>. stop. Gotta <laughs> stop drinking. Uh, All right, anyways. Okay. I, I'm very distracted by this woman <laughs> who's doing New York Fashion Week outside. All right, here we go. We have some texts coming in right now. You can be one of them. Okay, stop waving, Moose. Stop waving. Waving. Um, wow. Okay, we're really going for it. I love mm, I love attention from other guys, even though I've been in a relationship for four years. There, I said it. Of I don't, course. I don't think that's wrong. She's bored. You know? Of course she likes attention from other guys. Anybody who's in a relationship likes attention from somebody else. Just depends how far you go with that attention. Me? I'm flattered to a certain extent. And then I back off. I'm I'm a one woman man. Sure, sure. He's like, but my favorite show is Sister Wives. Um, this person says, <laughs> "I'm so sick of having diarrhea." There, I said it. Oh my god! Um, yeah, we we really see, really going for it's it. It's our fault. We took it in that direction. Yeah, this person. I farted one time in a cr- crowded elevator and blamed it on a war veteran. I'd like to apologize to that woman right now. There, I said it. I what is happening? <laughs> is happening i blamed it on a war veteran wow you know what we said anything goes we said anything goes (laughs) i do love our listeners though they're just they're unhinged they're absolutely unhinged absolutely this person deserves to be in jail um they said raisins are delicious there i said it you need help speaking of raisins quick story (laughs) halloween 1993 okay I wanted to go as Zorro. My Who? Fa- Zorro. Never met him. <laughs> don't Come know on, that. you can't tell me you don't know who Zorro is. I don't know that man. The Mass Crusader? Back in like 1800? I don't know. Anyways, I wanted to Failed my global regions three times. Anthony uh, Banderas played him. Zorro. <laughs> my father paints a little mustache on me. I have the hat. I have the mask. And I have no cape. Okay. No sword because they forgot that part of my costume. And I'm like, I can't go anymore. I can't go with Zorro. I can't walk the streets like this. What does my father do? Walks into the kitchen, he gets a trash bag, and he throws it on me. I'm like, what what am I what is this? What am I supposed to be now? He's like, You're a California raisin. So now I'm walking the streets of Greece with a mustache and a trash bag. I was like, What are you supposed to be? I'm a raisin. Oh, it's the worst Halloween ever. That's terrifying. It's absolutely terrible. It's the worst Halloween ever. Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, this person says, baby showers aren't birthday parties. Please buy off the registry. Mama spent too much time on them. There, I said it. Thank you. See you this weekend. No one's coming to your baby shower this weekend. Absolutely not um, a single person. As a single mom, I'm done feeling guilty for feeding my kids nuggets and mac and cheese five days a week. There, I said it. Pop off, mom. You do what you got to do. You got to feed them a Lunchable? You feed them a damn Lunchable. Uh, 
Oh, wow. I've been reading this text for a while, and I don't even want to read it. I, it's just been sitting here. It's just floating in my inbox. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah. Do it. Say no, it. read yours first. Okay, this, this person says, This new person at work stinks like filth, dumpster fire. <laughs> She's also in your face and thinks... She's still hot. Oh, one of those smells people. like garbage. I hate to think that what her I hate to think what her children live in. This has got to be a woman. Ask this person right back. Ask him if this woman has a tattoo of a rose on her left breast. <laughs> Love those ladies. Sure. I don't know why some people do that. Why did why the tattoo of the rose on the breast? Why so when you're 80 it can turn into a long stem rose? All right, let me get to this text coming. <laughs> Lauren uh, says, hi, guys. This is for everyone on dating apps. I know dating is hard, but if you're on a dating app and all your photos are just headshots and then you show up to our date in a wheelchair, you can consider the date over. You should have said something before I got there. People have a right to know there I said it. <gasps> Yikers. Whoa. Whoa, Lauren. Oh my god. I don't know how people are gonna feel about that. Um if all of your headshots are from the What? If you show up to your date and and, and you're in a wheelchair, consider the date over. It sounds harsh, Lauren. That is uh, really harsh. You should have said something before I got there. People do have a right to know. There I said it. I don't know how I feel about that, if I'm being completely are you, honest. Are you thinking of what I'm thinking right now? That's kind of savage. Savage or sensible. Mm. Tomorrow. Maybe we should. Lauren, thank you so much for producing our show for us. Uh, Lauren, Not the unpaid intern. Lauren, we're going to text you back because I actually would like to get you on the phone tomorrow mm. uh, to talk to you about this. Um, let's hear what she has to say. I want to know more about this story. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay, do you have one? Uh, for Savage or Sensible. No, for there I said it. Or uh, for there I said it. Um, Come with us. <laughs> Come back to us. Here we are. I'll go first. Don't worry about it. No worries at all. I just fully am so sick and tired of people texting me. Talking on the phone is better. There I said it. Don't text me anymore. Do not text me. Your number will be blocked if you text me. Okay. We're only talking on the phone. We're only talking FaceTime. We're only talking via Carrier Pigeon from here on out. No more texting. Thank you. There I said it. I am so sick and tired of going into department stores to try and pants. And all of the jeans are size 32. I am a 33. Make 33 waist. There, I said it. Wow. Justice for 33. Not me being vulnerable. Listen to and favorite 98 PXY plus hundreds of exclusive stations like Pop New Arrivals. New songs from the artists you love and artists you haven't even met yet. Search Pop New Arrivals on the Odyssey app to listen. (laughs) It's creepy or cute on PXY Mornings with me, Moose and Breezy. Naya reached out to us and said, Moose and Breeze. I'm not sure whether or not to be flattered or completely creeped out. What's up, Queen? With the upstairs neighbor. Um, well, let's let's talk about it, Naya. Let's talk about it. Um, now, if you do have a creepy or cute, feel free to hit us up because we love to hear them. And we don't have a producer, so this helps. 
for the last five weeks, my boyfriend and I have noticed that every single time we have sex, the neighbor upstairs starts having sex right after us like clockwork. It's as if they are being polite and waiting for us to complete the task before they start. We understand the walls are a little thin, which is why we are mindful to keep the volume down. But this has been going on for too long. We're talking about, I don't know, several weeks. That's a long time. Five weeks. You said five weeks. My boyfriend is even uncomfortable and he is rarely rattled by this sort of thing. Is this creepy or cute? Naya. Did you put a poll up? Did we do a poll? Yeah. Yeah. 90 yeah. PXY Rochester on our Instagram. You can text us 252-9800. It's uh, really something here. Okay. I'm okay. Digging I'm digging it. What? Do you, what? what? Uh, you know what? Let me, uh, I'll say this. I don't see a huge problem with it. I'm going to go with cute on this one. What? Unless that dude upstairs has a tin cup to the vents and is listening in. I don't think there's anything to be alarmed about. You know? What? Um, uh, listen. If anything, you're just reminding the couple upstairs, hey, it's time. Let's begin. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> <laughs> the time has come. Join us. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think it's kind of cute that everyone's getting some. Not gonna lie. Yeah. It's kind of cute that everyone's getting some. But at the same time, the fact that you're... Sex life is sparking somebody else's sex life. I don't know. It's kind of like using it as like IRL like porn or like IRL ASMR porn for sex noises. Um, before I moved away, I was living off Park Avenue and a lot of the older homes there, thin walls. Thin oh, I walls. know. Oh, trust me. I know. So when me and my girlfriend were hooking up, you know, on the first floor, we used to have this crotchety old neighbor, old guy, lived by himself upstairs. Yeah. I had just moved in there. Been there like a month. Next day, he comes downstairs and he's just pounding on my front door. Like an angry knock. Yeah. And I open it. He's like, Moose, how many times do I got to hear you at night? I was like, hear me doing what? He's like, please keep in mind, these walls are very thin. I know you're a younger guy. I know you got a lot of energy. But please, if you could just be mindful. I was like, I'm very sorry. I'm very, very sorry. Mindful of How? his CPAP machine? What, like what? Just being loud. Oh, like he didn't love it? Stop it. His bedroom was right above my bedroom. Yeah. And here's how, I didn't realize how thin the walls were until I started hearing this guy sneeze at night. That's how thin. Ah. Like I took, chew. I'm like, oh, man, if I can hear that, God knows what the things this guy has heard. Ah, now that was creepy. But this, for instance, this is cute. Okay, well, let's just for a second. What if he had was dating Betsy and every time that you and your gal got after it in the paint, him and Betsy directly after it. Got into it. Well, yeah. No, it's different. No, it's different. It's not. It's the basis of what we're talking about here. Well, depending on what the guy looks like, my neighbor. What? My neighbor, super creepy guy, looked like a serial killer. 
I knew his mannerisms. I knew how he spoke. I knew what he looked like. That was creepy. However, in Naya's case, what's the neighbors look like? Normal dude? Your age? It, that doesn't matter. That's to me. That does not matter. I, I'm so on the fence right now about this because I love the fact that everybody's getting some. You know what I mean? Like, it's all one big thing. It's like group sex without the actual meetup. Yeah. I, 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 I guess so. It's kind of cool. Kind of cool. Kind of cute. Uh, the poll is up right now on our Instagram at 98PXY Rochester. What do you think? Is this creepy or cute? Naya reached out for the last five weeks, boyfriend and her hooking up, and then as soon as they get done with the deed, it's like clockwork. Upstairs neighbor. He starts going at it. Yeah. And it's just, it's like he's waiting for them to finish before he starts the task. Because he's not... Good manners. Because No, because he's not ramped up until they're done. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> not ramped up until I don't know man this can go either way I don't know I want to hear from our I want to hear from you 252-9800 um call in right now it'd be it'd be different if he started yelling downstairs are you guys done right and then he's like here we go Cheryl get ready sweetie yeah all right I, I know there's a lot of people that might know someone like this. That's why it's tough, man. When you got neighbors and you're sharing a wall with someone. Yeah, it's Things tough. like this happen. Uh, help Nye out. Is this creepy or cute? Poll is up. We'll get to it next. It's BXY. Wait a minute. Something's missing. Oh, right. It's you. Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585 XY Mornings with Moose and Breezy present the big stories of the day. In case you missed it, on the number one hit music station, 98PXY. Gotta talk about it again. Gotta talk about it. Keeps showing up in the news, but Ogden police are investigating another brazen theft using a stolen car. Can you guess what kind of car it is? IKEA! Most, Hyundai. most of the smashing grabs we've... Uh, covered have been in the city. This one happened in Spencerport. Security camera footage picked up a vehicle just as it was crashing into a storefront. The impact knocked the camera to the floor, still picked up the sound in some of the movements of the thieves. A different camera showed three people went to the opposite side of the store around the corner to take three motorbikes. Police say the people left the car, which was a Kia, and got away on the bikes. This happened at Hollink Motorsports on Union Street in Spencerport. Bill Hollink, I think I'm saying that correctly, started the business three decades ago. 37 years, he said. I don't think we're going to make it to 38. Hollink says this is the fifth break-in in five years. That's whew. Chief Travis Gray of the Ogden Police says this problem stops when people stop stealing so many vehicles. I think one way to stop this theft is through partnership and collaboration through the law enforcement agencies across the state. The chief also means a partnership between the public and police, which means tell people what you know and harden your defense so you're less of a target. And if you do drive a, a Kia and Hyundai, I've been saying this for the last eight weeks, please be careful. So our, careful. Our coworker, his son just bought a Hyundai one weekend, Parks it on Park Ave, uh, comes out an hour later, and it's completely stolen. 
but replaced with another Kia that was stolen, smashed up. Wipers are going off. I mean, it's just a whole thing. It's going on left and right. So on Park Ave, right in front of Magpies, right across the street from Giants. Yeah, they'll they'll get it anywhere. And there's videos on TikTok too showing you how to steal these Kias and Hyundai's, and that's why there's so much theft going on in the city. They were giving away uh, steering wheel locks, anti lock, anti theft locks, uh, anti theft locks. Um, I don't know if you can get any more of those at like I mean, Pet Boys were, or Auto. Yeah, I mean they were like AutoZone? off the shelves the second they released them because I, I mean everybody wants them because they're they're fearing for their their life and their safety and their car car's life. Um, all right, this past week in Rochester, Rochester firefighters with Engine 16 rescued a two-week-old kitten after it got trapped in a wall. The kitten got stuck after crawling under the sink where it eventually found its way into the wall, dubbed as Wall Cat. The kitten is okay, safely returned to its owner, but this kitten is so cute. I'm crying. And you don't even like cats. No, I don't. And I'm sobbing. This cat is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't even really like animals that much. I'm sobbing. That's the whole story. That's all I had to say. Oh, that's it. There, I said it. Great. Absolutely love that. Uh, That's in case you missed it. Um, Coming up, we were talking creepy or cute. Naya reached out to us, uh, said, Moose and Breezy, I'm not sure whether or not to be flattered or completely creeped out with my upstairs neighbor. Uh, He's been listening to them do it. I mean, okay, don't don't say it like that though. Like listening, like well, how does he know there? Well, he lives upstairs, Breeze, and as soon as they get done doing the deed, that's when he starts doing it. Yeah, polls up right now on our Instagram at ninety eight pinks. Why Rochester is this creepy or cute? So many texts. Get your last minute votes in. We're doing it next. The Odyssey app. Listen to and favorite 98PXY plus hundreds of exclusive stations like Odyssey All New. When new music drops, find it here. Search Odyssey All New on the Odyssey app to listen. The repairman takes it upon himself to load your dishwasher. The neighbor who leaves notes under your windshield wiper. Random gifts being left at your doorstep. Swipe right or call the police. XY Mornings with Moose and Breezy help you decide with creepy Relax, I just want to take some pictures Or cute On 98BXY Yes It's creepy or cute Um, Naya reached out to us and said Moose and Breezy I'm not sure whether or not to be flattered Or just completely creeped out with my upstairs neighbor For the last five weeks My boyfriend and I have noticed that every single time we have sex, the neighbor upstairs starts having sex right after us. It's like clockwork. It's as if they are being polite and waiting for us to complete the task before we start. Now, we understand the walls are a little thin, which is why we are mindful. Keep the volume down, but this has been going on for too long. My boyfriend is even uncomfortable, and he's rarely rattled by these type of things. Is this creepy or cute? The poll's up now on our Instagram. Get your last-minute votes in. Texts are coming in. You want to read some of them? Yeah. Go I'll for it. I'll read a ton of them here. People are just absolutely beside by themselves. By the way, I before you do that, I went with cute on this one because I don't think it's super alarming. Uh, I mean, you unless the guy's listening through the vents or the floor, then sure, it'd make it creepy. But right. I think it's polite that he's waiting for you guys. I, it's I a way of- think it's nice 
not nice. I think it's cute in the sense of everybody's getting some. You know what I mean? I think it's great. Yeah. And I mean, who is this guy? What are his mannerisms? What's he look like? Is he your age? I mean, you got you to weigh all those things out. What are the texts saying? This person says, you are the neighbor's foreplay. Therefore, I say cute. Mm-hmm. Getting the neighbor ramped up is a part of your job as the downstairs neighbor. So as this other person. I'm not going to lie. My boyfriend at the time heard the next door neighbor banging and we ended up banging because it was a turn on. But it only ever happened once. Mm, not consistently. Mm. Not every single time. Relax. I just want to take some pictures. Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, this is, this is, okay. <laughs> Not the same thing, but a year, years ago, I had two deaf lesbian neighbors. Mm. There it is. Um, they were super, super sweet people, but they were deaf and very sexually active. My roommate called me one night. I wasn't in the apartment because there was some strange noises coming from the other side of the wall. She said to call the police on these poor girls, LOL. Um, she actually ended up calling the police on these poor girls, LOL. She did. Great way to break the ice of meeting the new neighbors. I also had a neighbor that used to sit right next to the wall when... Um, we shared sit sit next to the wall we shared while my ex-boyfriend and I had sex she was super creepy she could literally hear everything I could hear her touching the wall aka leaning up Uh, against it and then asked if we could have a threesome once in passing not cute at all gotta love the confidence not the threesome ask gotta love the optimism have you ever been in this situation? <coughs> and you don't have to like air your stuff out on the radio, but I definitely probably will. What? Have you ever been Can in this you... situation before? Well, no. I mean, just when I lived on Park Ave years ago before I moved away and the walls were super thin. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when me and my girlfriend would hook up, I didn't realize that my older, creepy upstairs neighbor was uh, could hear everything. Because he came down the one day and was like, Pounding on my door, yelling at me. He's like, I need you to be more mindful. Mm. I know you're a young buck and you got a lot of energy, but you got to be mindful. I could hear everything. And I didn't really realize this until like a couple nights later, I could hear the guy sneezing. It's like, achoo. I was like, wow, these walls really are thin. Really thin. Really thin walls. Super thin walls. Couldn't be thinner walls. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, uh, I, my walls very thin and my friend lives upstairs so that's kind of weird why um is this happening it's happening i'm not gonna say it's not happening (laughs) of course not not gonna say it's not happening um does it make me want to then participate no no but i know them so it's like kind of weird if it was somebody else who's to say Really, who's to say? All right. If you're just joining us, we're doing creepy or cute. Um, we're going to go to the polls right now. Uh, people got their last minute votes. Did you vote? Yeah, I did. Uh, you did? Yeah. Naya 
reached out to us and said that the last five weeks when her and her boyfriend hook up in their apartment, the upstairs uh, neighbor will always follow as soon as they're done. And it's been happening that even her boyfriend is creeped out by it. This guy is rarely rattled by this type of thing. Yeah. Uh, Breezy, we got a lot of texts coming in with this. Yes. I don't. I haven't looked at the polls. Um, where do we stand for All Creepier right. Cute this week? Well, if you go to 98PXY Rochester right now on our story, you can weigh in. <sighs> wow, polls are really skewed this week. Got it. Really skewed this week. Yep. Um... 96 Whoa! percent of people voting say creepy. There it is. The only person that voted cute was me. So. Oh, I thought I voted cute. Did I do creepy? Not you hitting the wrong button. <laughs> no, I, I was going with cute on this one. Uh, well, I'm glad that at least the both of us uh, agreed on a creepier cute this week. What does that say about us? You know what I mean? I know we're the only ones that found it cute. Yeah. So I'm gonna call my therapist. Can't and... believe they gave us a show. <laughs> hey, it's Julia, and you can join me weekdays while you listen to 98PXY at work for my throwback of the day. And I promise you, the nostalgia—it'll boost your mood every single time. And it happens just after 11:30 later this morning. The Julia Show on the number one hit music station, 98PXY. <laughs> PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Moose, a confident and compulsive, hopeless romantic who is born to entertain. Don't undermine me. I know what I'm doing here. Except for a few seconds ago. You gotta turn the mics on if you want to do a show. Yeah, it's tough. Breezy, a kind-hearted, semi-responsible 20-something who always wants to be the center of attention. I don't really know what else to say at this point. Um, the show's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be so fun. Uh, we're so fun. What are the extreme lengths you have taken to research the person you're about to date? Uh, I'm mostly talking to the ladies because, let's be honest, I don't know a lot of men that actually do this, Breeze. Oh, stop it. Seriously? No. Look, we may go through a few of your photos on Instagram, but that's that's the extent, if you ask me. Uh, What's up, what's up? It's PXY Mornings with me, Moose, and Breezy Breeze. Why? Are women trying to figure out if this guy has... Why do they do it? Do do they want to know if he has a record? Is it for safety? That I can understand. But doesn't it kind of take the excitement out of getting to know that person? Um, And in, in, in the physical? On the first date? I guess. But at the same time, it's just curiosity. Like, morbid curiosity. And I feel like women inherently are just planners. They want to know what's going on before it happens. They want to know what they're getting themselves into. You know, my sister-in-law is good at this. One of her girlfriends was going on a date with a guy. And she's like, I can't find him on Instagram. She put her little FBI cap on. She was like, give me two minutes. She found him. Oh, yeah. I I don't know. I don't get it. It's not that. It's honestly not that hard, if I'm being completely honest. But yeah, but you personally, yeah. will actually pay money on these apps to do background checks. Okay, I did that one time for someone that I thought was cheating on me, which they were. So, think best fifteen dollars I've ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being uh, completely you, honest, you put it like that. You know what I always say: win some, lose most. But at the same time, it's uh, it's definitely 
you need to be able to use your resources. And that's exactly what this guy did when he asked this woman out on a date via LinkedIn. Romantic or red flag? People are Who's asking to say they're going to LinkedIn now. Yep. They're sliding into LinkedIn. Hey, Hannah, skipping the line on the dating app and coming straight <laughs> to you. More aggressive, I know, I know, but life's too short to not go for what you're highly interested in. Wow. I'm happy to connect regardless of your openness to meeting. Pop off, MBA candidate. Wait, 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 wait. I'm happy to oh, to connect on Lincoln. LinkedIn, uh, li- LinkedIn. regardless of your openness uh, to meeting. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to bring in Abraham Lincoln as our third. <laughs> so he wants to. He'll still connect on LinkedIn, even though even she if may they have, don't want to. Got it. Okay. Yeah. No. I, hey, listen. But, it's forward, but good for you. Shoot Hannah shared. Hannah shared the incident. Uh, went viral. Over a million views on on TikTok. All the things. So, but, but why would she share it? Because she was uncomfortable. No, it's just hilarious. It's just like it's just not the norm. It's people really sticking their necks out there. I mean, it's so easy for someone to shoot you a high on Tinder or Christian Mingle or well, Plenty on. of Fish. Hold on, but she LinkedIn's kind of. I got over a million views, and she put this guy on blast with his profile and everything. No, she. She um oh, like she blurred, blurred out his his actual information. She kept just the uh, the actual message itself. So it got me to thinking: What are the untraditional ways that maybe you shoot you were ended up shooting your shot, but also finding out things about people that you maybe were potentially going to go out with or were interested in maybe going out with? Because I have a laundry list. Of background checks that I've run yeah, on different apps. I like the excitement of getting to know the person. I don't want to know all the info. So Why? while I'm sitting there having dinner with them, like, yeah, I have two sisters. And I'm like, yeah, no, I know. Jessica, great, know. great profile picture yeah. right now. How's school going for her? What? Okay, but here's the here's the thing, Moose. You never reveal that you know this information. This isn't something that you come forward with. That's creepy. That's weird. But there's a ton of girls listening right now that have put the FBI cap on, that have done the investigating, and they're not always proud of it, but it is a skill, and it is an art, and it's something that you need to, to take full advantage of if you have the opportunity. As a woman, a man doesn't need to take the opportunity to be able to do that. A man shouldn't be doing that. Okay. If a man is Googling a woman before he goes on a date with her and meets her, there's something else going on there. It's giving Joe from you. But when girls do it, it's it's creepy, but I it's not under- that creepy. I can understand why women do it. Because there are some women that are doing it to check if this guy has a record. Is it safe? And I'm fine with that. All right. But when but there's I there's other women doing it just for the sake of they're ruining the surprise. All right. When I ended up on my now girlfriend's dog's Instagram months before I met her, that's when I knew things were... Going a little bit of awry and checking her Venmo payments. Oh my God, you and did. And her it. activity on my fitness pal. Oh my God. That's why. That's so extreme. Um, I just think yeah, I gotta know. People are now. What's going on? When you run out of inboxes to slide into, you're talking about dating apps, you're talking about I'm social like, media. Who did she pay People for pizza? Are now with. resorting to LinkedIn and my fitness pal? Yeah. Ugh. I had one experience. Yeah. One experience um, when I was dating a girl in Los Angeles, and they de- dealt with the FBI. What? 
we were about three weeks in when she started introducing me to some of her family. And her brother-in-law, who I met for the first time, sat me down and just, I mean, you want to talk about 21 questions. Everything and anything. Want to know everything about me. Everything. It was kind of intense. Yeah. So. It's giving hometowns on The Bachelor. Yeah. No, whatever that meant. Uh, her brother-in-law, who I met, admitted to me six months into our relationship that his buddy from high school, now yeah. with the FBI, did an entire background check on me. An entire background check. Wow. And when I say. hot. When I say background check, I'm talking about found out my credit score, my parents' address, uh, my relatives, every employer I've ever worked for, everyone, starting with Pacific Sunwear when I was 16 in Grease Ridge Mall. Excellent. Admitted this to me casually at dinner, and I'm just staring at him with this stupid look on my face with my mouth open like nobody's ever done that. Yeah. I had no idea what to say. Uh, 252-9800, if you've gone to extreme lengths to research an individual before going on a date with them, I want to know exactly what you did, how you did it, if you found anything juicy out, did this person have a track record? God, women are so good at this type of They're so good. This person says, Breezy, pop off. I do this all the time. It's not creepy at all. You need to use your resources and figure out what's going on before it happens. Right. It's not creepy for a woman to do it. But if a guy's doing that on a woman and researching her before he dates, what's the reason for that? Like, I... And I'll admit this, and I, I've admitted it to my, my girlfriend now. Like, I knew so much about her before we even spoke. Like... She literally calls me the mastermind. Like, I mastermind the whole thing. Like, our whole relationship was curated by me in my head before we ever even met. Which sounds, like, so crazy, but at the same time, like, we're dating, so who cares? Yeah, now, but if can you imagine what that would sound like if you guys just went on one date and it didn't work out? I knew. Even my soul. Right. Okay. 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 It helped that I knew her brother's name, her dad's name. The only thing I've ever done that was questionable was before I met a girl, I scrolled down her Instagram to the very first photo she ever did in 2013, and I liked it. That's weird. It's weird. It's weird that you did that, but if I'm checking up on Venmo payments from 2012, not that weird. No, no, of course not. Oh, wake up. Get the last quarter century. It's Breezy's Big Movie Review. Action! And she watched a good one. It was my favorite horror movie of all time, The Human Centipede. Would you call The Human Centipede an absolute classic that I somehow missed over the last quarter century? It is a cult classic, if you will. Um... If you want to know what the human centipede is, if for whatever reason you missed it, let me break it down for you. Two pretty but ditzy American girls are on a a road trip through Europe and Germany. They end up alone at night with a broken car in the woods because they're trying to go to a club. 
they search for help and find an isolated villa. The next day, they are awakened to find themselves trapped in a terrifying makeshift basement hospital, along with a Japanese man. An older German man identifies himself as a retired surgeon who specializes in separating Siamese twins. However, his three patients are not about to be separated, but joined together in a horrific operation. He plans to be the first person to connect people via their gastric system. By doing so, he plans to bring to life his sick lifetime fantasy, the human centipede. All right, Breeze. Uh, it's got 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Absolutely raving review. Raving endorsement. Uh, what did you think of the film? Wow. This this made me feel extremely disturbed inside. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, it's hard to believe I watched it six times. But anyway, that's neither here or there. Seek help immediately is what I'm asking you. <laughs> Seek help immediately. And you know the other part of this? The fact that there was three of these films makes me yeah. also extremely sick inside. We made we made enough movie money on the first movie to then make a second movie to then make a third. Mm-hmm. This movie was garbage. If I'm being no, easy, honest. easy. It was. It was really bad. And the and the Rotten Tomatoes review also agrees with me. The acting in this was just. Terrible. I thought it held up. But anyways, it's your review. Go ahead. You thought it held up? <laughs> I did. I thought the acting in The Human Centipede was pretty damn good. You have to understand. Were you blackout drunk when you saw this film? <laughs> They're D-list actors. It's not like Bruce Willis is in it. Yeah, Bruce Willis would never take on this role. I mean, when you... so ass to mouth. When your career starts coming to an end, you'll do anything. <laughs> All right. Noted. Um, I'm absolutely terrified by this this whole thing. I, I actually, for me personally... That's why people who are in radio no more now do podcasts. Sure. I, sure. Pull yourself together. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pull yourself together. Um... I, 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 I'm absolutely beside myself. I have, I have nothing. I have I really have nothing. If you have never seen this movie, you need to just know that although maybe you've heard of it. Yeah. Because it's been referenced in every other thing, Family Guy, Seinfeld episode ever. I don't know it's got to be over 15 years old now, the film, for sure. It came out in 2009. Oh. Um, but... Sewing someone ass to mouth <laughs> isn't really something that a normal person comes up with in their own head. No, genuinely, I'm concerned. No, I'm really concerned for the writer, the producer, and the person that was like, you know what? This is a good idea. Let's find a budget for it somewhere. You know what I mean? Let's find a budget for it. I don't know. I don't care what we have to do. Any fundraising works. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought it was such an original idea. He eats, passes it through him, goes to the next person, goes out the next person. I'm like, that's that's that centipede. So least favorite I hate character. To be the one in the middle, though. No, I hate to be the one in the middle. And then no spoilers here, but um, the the caboose and then the the conductor they die. So the one in the middle is just just. 
on all fours, <laughs> connected. It pans out. End of movie. Um, all right, let's get into it, I guess. Favorite character? Yep. Um, I would go with the Rottweilers in the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, there's just... Oh, the dogs. Sure. Yeah, quick scene. Quick scene. I think they showed up for three seconds. Yep, absolutely. All right. Uh, favorite scene, favorite line? There's a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. It's not It's not amazing. Um, I would say my favorite scene is... <laughs> The twenty minute chase scene, you know, it was that was necessary. Yeah, trying to get needed away needed to happen. Doctor Heaters crawling after them. Yeah, yeah. He has a rifle. Lot of weird things going on. That there. That was your favorite scene. Favorite scene. <laughs> twenty minutes of that, huh? Twenty minutes. It was um, probably where, where I felt most safe was the the that twenty minute run scene, yeah. chase scene. Yeah, so, it was intense. All six times I've seen this film. That same scene, I'm at the edge of my seat, the edge of my seat. And that's a good movie when you already know what's going to happen, but it still evokes that type of emotion. Great film. Least favorite scene, favorite line. Um, ah, uh, dare I say the sewing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> dare yeah. I say it? Yeah, okay. That that That's, you yeah. know, getting your jaw <laughs> sewn to somebody's anal glands isn't really. My favorite part of the movie, but I guess you could consider that a throwback moment too, though, right? <laughs> sure. I really hate that you made me watch this movie. I'm actually like going to be in therapy for it for quite some time. So, yeah, she walked through the studio door this morning to start the show with like severe PTSD. No, yeah, I'm I'm unwell. Um. If you haven't seen it, please do. This is one of those classics that gets better and better with every watch. I will say, though, this. I will say this, though. I nailed. I nailed Dr. Heater for the um, Mooster Piece Theater yesterday. Yes, you did. I did such a good job. You did. Not to toot my own horn, but I did amazing. No, give yourself a pat on the back. No one's ever done it as good as me. And I'll give credit. And they never will. Well, maybe the main main actor who played the guy. But Um, uh, do we have a popcorn bucket score for this film? We do. Uh, So it it is out of five popcorn buckets. Okay. Can I get a little drum roll, please? Because I can't really. I don't have one. Let me just do this. Okay. That's amazing. Breezy's big. Movie review. We're talking the human centipede that she watched last night. You got to review it. By the way, it's 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Huge review. Yeah. Yep, 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 Raving yep, 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 yep. review. Out of five popcorn buckets, I'm giving it a negative three. No way. It was great. It was great. I'll never watch it again. Um, I hate accents, just so you know. Hate accents. Can't do accents. But I will say this. Next week, um, I'm going to Rock Cinema because that's where I feel safe. Rock Cinema is my favorite movie theater. And Rock Cinema sponsors Breezy's Big Movie Review. So I will not be watching any film that you recommend that has to do with someone pooping in somebody else's mouth. It's not something I'm doing. Okay? I'm going to Rock Cinema. I'm going to see a good movie. And then I will review that movie. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. 
the Odyssey app. Wherever you go. Listen to and favorite 98PXY plus hundreds of exclusive stations like Pop New Arrivals. New songs from the artists you love and artists you haven't even met yet. Search Pop New Arrivals on the Odyssey app to listen. I it's 98PXY, the number one hit music station, PXY Mornings with myself, Moose, and Breezy. What's up? What's going on? Uh, Not me crying yesterday. Literally losing my mind in therapy. No, hold on a second. This is exactly why I have to proofread everything that Breezy writes. Let me humor you for a second. Breaks up at hard, but a breakup noon? Talk about enough friendship breakups. I'm dyslexic. What? <laughs> Why don't you? Why don't, I know what I'm doing. Why don't you open up and tell me what the hell is going on right now? Listen, breakups are hard. They really are. I have a friend who's going through a breakup right now. She came over last night. We were just, I was talking her through the whole thing. But nobody talks about friendship breakups enough and how impactful those are on your mental health. Sometimes those hurt more than a breakup. I really genuinely think so. I've had a few of those and they, they sting a little it, bit. And you don't, it's not as clear cut as a relationship breakup where you know when you want to do it or why you want to do it. Maybe there's some infidelity. Maybe it's just not working. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's never going to be a clear cut thing. Normally, friendship breakups, either something happens or you just fizzle out. And yesterday. People outgrow one another. Yes. Yesterday, I was talking to my therapist about friendship breakups and friends drifting apart. Naturally, I started get, getting super upset because I've had the same friends for my whole life. Like, I don't know. I, I, it kind of bothers me when, when people are like, hey, I don't talk to anyone I went to high school with. I don't know any friends from high school. When, when we did your uh, 500th ride at yeah. spin class yeah. on Saturday, yeah. I I couldn't keep track of how many girls came up to me. It was like, I went to preschool with Breezy. What? Yeah. So many lifelong friends. So many lifelong friends. And like you grew up with these people and you make these like deep rooted connections with these people. And you when you're growing up with them, you imagine and you envision them in your life forever at your wedding, at your your baby's birthday parties, things like that. And yesterday I was in a shocking realization that like, I don't know if that's going to be the case for every single friend that I've ever had. It shouldn't be. Like I mentioned earlier, people outgrow one another. Sometimes you have friends that you keep them around because it's uh, something called loyalty. But you're always the one who's reaching out. You're always the one checking in. And you do have those friendships where you can... I have friendships where we may not speak for three, four months. Yeah. But you always pick up where you left off. Those are great friends. But there's a difference. Some friends I've had to let go because I'm like, let me test the waters here. Right. If I stop reaching out, am I ever going to hear from this person giving, again? Giving, 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 and all they do is nope, take. Nope. I'm like, you know what? Then I'm done. We right. haven't have never talked again. So I was like, why is it so important to me but not them? That's not a good friend. Right. Should go both ways. I agree. If you do have friends like that, don't be afraid to let go. I know. Sometimes you got to make room for the It's a hard new. pill to swallow. And I've made so many new friends in these past couple of years, yeah. just even this past year, that I consider such close friends of mine. And it, it bothers my friends that I've had my whole life. Not 
a, a bunch, but I can I can feel it. You know what I mean? There's tension. Not everyone being super jealous of me. Sure. Yeah. That goes without saying, though. Yeah, of you know course. what I mean. Yeah, that, that just goes without saying. But for me, I I don't know what it is because I feel like I'm a super loyal person, and when I don't feel that same loyalty back, it's when I start to be like, mm, maybe this isn't for me. And it's hard to identify, but at the same time, it needs to be done for you to live your life fully mm-hmm. and your best life. And no hate or ill will towards these friends that you thought were going to be in your life forever. But sometimes you just have to let them go. That's for the best. And be mature enough to <clears throat> recognize that the friendship has run its course. And don't always feel like you need closure either. Right? Sometimes there's no closure. Sometimes just not talking ever again is the closure. The thing that gets me is people that do things out of principle or because they think they should. Well, I've known them my whole life, so they have to be in my wedding. Yeah. You may have known them since you could wear diapers. But if you don't have the connection that you have with them now over somebody you've known for five years, two years, one year, it's true. you have to go with what feels right. And I, I think that's what I've been holding on to for for quite some time. Of like, well, I've known them longer, or like I, I've had we've had these plans of them being in my wedding. And I'm just using the wedding as an excuse. There's a bunch of other life moments that that you can base off of, but you need to recognize and identify when something's run its course. Yeah, I agree. It's funny you bring up the wedding thing. Uh, over the weekend, I was at close buddy's house, and he had all his wedding photos on the wall. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, dude, what? What happened to this guy who was in your wedding? He's like, we, we stopped talking years ago. And I've noticed that. Like, even like people in my brother's wedding, like, whether they're in your wedding party or not, I know so many people who had best, closest friends close, in close. their wedding party and then just never talk to them again. And it's an honor to be in someone's wedding party. It is. Like, when you're standing up with someone on that day, that says how close you are of a friend to right. this individual getting married. And then never to speak. It happens. Happens all the time. It does. And that's why... I'm not afraid to cut people off. I'll do a left and right if I have to to protect my energy. (laughs) There, I said it. Okay, Gandhi. Pop off. Protect my peace. Protect my energy. I'm very... Protect my juju. I'm very particular about who I give my time to. Okay, that's enough of that, though. Why? Because... You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You're sitting here, I'll cut whoever up to protect my peace, but you're shelling out thousands of dollars to these people that don't deserve it? Your friends? They keep asking you for money? But the, those are still considered close friends of mine. You know, are they? they, they if, they're, still, they're, if they're squeezing you dry? And that's why I, they're not squeezing me dry. If I can afford it, I'll help them out. But that's the difference, though. Like, I'm being a very close friend of mine. I'll help you out when you need it. I'm sure we'll do the same for me. There's a couple of people who haven't paid me back yet, but I'm not holding grudge. Snip, snip, snip. Now you triggering me. <laughs> hey, it's Devins, and I've got random facts for you every hour, every afternoon that'll make you go, wait, wait what? what? Starting at three today on 98 PXY. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.